Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. Welcome to episode 139 of the In Kicks We Trust podcast. I am here with four-fifths of the In Kicks We Trust team. Kev, how's it going? What's going on, everyone? Kali, how's it going? Guys, I've had one hell of a week. Like, people piss me off sometimes on the internet, <laughs> you know? Not like trolling, like, internet, like, like doing business together piss me off. Freaking my treasure hunt, you'll hear about it eventually. But we had issues there. Me getting this, I had an issue there. Me getting that issue there. I just had a lot of issues with people. Yeah, I'm excited have, to hear that story. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Oh I, we we don't know what like it is. A, there's like a five ten minute story now to this whole hyping you guys up, trying to guess what shoe it is, and trying to get the shoe, and then getting the shoe, and there's and it's a lot with it. You'll, you'll it is it's funny because Kali and I are kind of we're kind of looking for our stuff, so I kind of knew what Kali was getting. So I actually got the notification. I thought it was for my shit. This happened. Hold on, hold on. We're gonna, yeah, this happened. Okay, we'll find out. Okay, yeah. So yeah, there's something fucking. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not not saying what it is. I'm not saying what it is. I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving some context. I'm just saying, like, I hit Kali up, like, yo, go check that shit. Yeah, with like the capital letter LOL. I'm like, god damn it, just, oh, just my love. So very funny, but we'll we'll let Kali discuss that. I know. Yeah, get to that judgment. You'll see. Oh my gosh. I got Very entertaining. I got chats. I got everything. I'm prepared. I'm making yeah. it. Ne- never a dull moment. Put it that way. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to hear. I I, I want to hear this story now. And I, I don't want to yeah. hear it until we do the episode. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear. Yeah, yeah. Be interesting. <laughs> and Rich, what's good? What's good? That, that didn't come out right because you're the one that says what, what's good, not me. That hey, was I mean, just... you know, you, You're taking my thunder, man. You're stealing my thunder, Trev. I'll let you, I'll let you rock this week. I'll try and do it better next week. It's all good. <laughs> and we this... want to hear your thunder. We just got to see you do jumping jacks. <laughs> oh. Or jumping through hula hoops. Jumping yeah. through hula hoops, man. You know? <laughs> I can picture you trying to dive through the Olympic rings. Like... <laughs> I used to do that shit. Real talk. I used to do that in high school, man. You know, we used to, we used to throw the, the fucking uh, the hula hoop and dive through that shit. The... In the so, pool? Just for fun. Nah, in the gym, man. Stuck in the pool. How the fuck am I doing in the pool? What are you diving into? Just diving onto the floor? No, like you would flip the hula hoop so it would kind of spin and then we'd fucking jump through it. Like, I don't know if that, that makes any sense. Like, you kind of yeah. like... Head first? No. Because, you know, the gym floor, like, you could kind of like, you would whip it and it would spin and then you could fucking yeah. jump through it because it'd be standing up. So we'd like jump through the fucking hula hoops. Like some Jackie oh. Chan shit? Is that what yeah. you're talking about? Yeah. How big of a freaking hula hoop? <laughs> Wait, mean you bounce it or you just spin it? No, you spin it, but like Stuck it would be spinning rich. upright. Yeah, it would sp- be spinning upright, and then you just how like, short you? that shit. I, I was small. You were like a kid, man. Yeah, like, like you did this about, yesterday. No, I was talking about high school. Yeah, but even in high school, I was still small. Like I, 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 was, I, was, I wasn't always big. <laughs> I was six foot in grade six. Nah, man, I was a skinny, scrawny kid. Like, believe it or not, like at one point in time, man, like majority of my life. I was gonna say, Rich is. I don't even know if Rich is. Yeah, man. I was like, I need to gain some weight. Like, no, I'm not. I just don't remember the last time I could fit through a hula hoop. 
I was right. small. I was a, I was a skinny kid like growing up. I was very skinny. Very. It's hard to believe. You see me <laughs> now, you would think like what? Well, no, because yeah, I see you eat a box of puffs, and I'm like, yeah, that's why. Yeah, man, I was a small kid coming up, man. Always, I used to be like, I need to put on some weight. But yeah, at one point in time, I was very slim. I was very skinny, and that's what I used to do, man. Whip the hula hoop, and I fucking dive through that shit on that Jackie Chan shit. <laughs> if, it helps, if it helps you any, Rich, I still think you're skinny. So don't don't worry, it's all good. Thank Trev. Thank you, Trev. Thank you. <laughs> oh. Good times. <laughs> and this week we are joined by a guest. We are joined by Rick Dub. So he is the third person that we've had on from the If the Shoe Fits team. So we previously had Greg on and Key and Mr. Miller on earlier in our season. So Rick, welcome to the podcast, man. Uh, we've been following you for a while. I know uh, you, Rick jumped on a live with you and uh, I can't remember who it was when you did that and one. Yeah, who was it? Who was it again, Rick? I know because that was a little while ago. Me, you, DJ Monte Carlo, and Miller. There we go. Uh, yeah, okay. it was a there we goes. go. Yeah, yes, sir. Yep. So, no, we've been following you for a while. You got a dope collection. So, uh, we're excited to get you on in chat. So, welcome to the pod, Rick. Hey, thank y'all for having me. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Awesome. So, let's start this off like we always do with our weekly wares and pickups. So, Kev, why don't you begin? Yeah. Okay. So, after we recorded last, it was actually MF Doom's birthday last week. So, we start off the week. So, I, I rocked my MF Doom SP Dunk highs that day. Also, rocked the Sean Witherspoons. I busted out my pair of uh, Roshi IDs. So uh, I saw Trev had posted a grocery store flex in his Roshis. So he inspired me. I busted out my pair, took a grocery store flex pick in my Roshis. And then uh, I also spent the Sunday at my niece's birthday. So I just kind of rocked the Yeezy slides that day. Didn't bust out any sneakers. And then I busted out a women's pair of Air Max Ones, the year of the horse pair. And then lastly, I rocked the uh, Mars Yard uh, overshoe converted pair that Kanoski did for me. So that was my week. In terms of pickups, I actually didn't have any pickups again. So nothing for me in terms of that. So just my wares. So short and sweet for me. I love those Roches, Kev. (laughs) Yeah, you inspired me. I was like, oh, I got to bust out my pair too. Everyone's rocking their Roches again. So they're back. They're comfortable too. Like they're just such a nice like summer shoe to throw on they're light like just great shoe yeah wasn't complaining for sure and i'm kind of disappointed i i sold most of mine got rid of most of mine so i only have the one left but i mean you can get them now in stores again so maybe i'll just start picking up a few again but yes definitely very comfortable nice good week kev Kali, what about you so i ended up rocking uh the nike SB Street Hawkers a few times, and the only other shoe I wore once was Nike Acronym Blazer. So I busted those out sneaker wise. Wore some Ultra Boost here and back, but that's like my at the door armor set, Ultra Boost set. You know, it's got the black, the white, the um, a Nice Kicks Ultra Boost, and I have one other one there. I just can't remember right now. But yeah, those are at the door, so those are always in and out. Pickups. Richard, guess what came out on Crocs. <laughs> it rhymes with Crocs. How about some Project Rock Sixes, Rich? Oh, here we go. Okay, so let me open this box here. The aroma of a fresh pair of Project Rocks is like bulges in the morning, you know? Okay, here we go. We got the Project Rock Six, more of a triangular shoe. Gonna be tried out at the gym, gonna be a good time. But hold up, we're not done, Rich. We also got here. The UA, the Under Armour Velocity Freeze, a great running shoe. 
to go for after I smoked Big Dab joint, you know. I have the twos. I thought I'd try the threes because they're a really nice bottom. Okay. And after that one, wait, there, there's more. We also got uh, the UA Fat Tire Ventures here. This shoe is pretty nice. It's got that Michelin fat tire bottom, and it's kind of a slip-on, and it has this Velcro thing here to open up the fastening. You know, you got to check these out. All right, so let me put this one down. And, oh, wait, there's one more. So I have the UA Hover Machina clone too. All right, so this is just the nice, big, thick bottom, comfortable. I'll probably return this one, but I wanted to test it out anyways. They're all going up on my YouTube channel, and also my uh, Treasure Hair pair has shipped. So it's past one boss. We need to pass two more or three more if you include one being a boss. Um, <laughs> and other than that, I mean, I also got this uh, gimbal, a Fuyutech gimbal for like 60 bucks off eBay. Um, and we're going to use this to record some in Kicks We Trust podcasts and uh, in Kicks We Trust content now with my phone. Instead of having to use my camera all the time, we're going to get that vertical content going. And I also bought a Supreme shirt, the bandana. I paid a little more than I probably should have, but hey, we did it. And I think that's it. But yeah, um, I got to slow it down. I'm not buying any more shoes. This year. <laughs> man, if, this much, man, if, you don't say, the, if you don't shut the fuck up. A week or two I mean, ago, yeah. you were talking about how you only bought, what was it, eight pairs this year or four pairs yeah. this year? No, no, no. Not, 16. I'm not, it was 16. I'm not counting the Under Armour pairs, though. So, or else yeah, like, yes. I, know, 30, I, know you work at, I know you work at Under Armour and everything, but you just got four pairs. So, like, what? Are you returning all of those? Is that what's happening? You're just going to review them and then return them? That is, a, like, 99% possibility. But, hey, <laughs> you never know. I can't afford them right now. So but other than that, you're not yeah. buying any more shoes. I mean, yeah. after the treasure probably hunt, not. Done. Yo, Kali, your word don't your word don't mean shit. I, this is not my word. I just said I should. I didn't say I, I'm going to. Okay, man, I we should. we not we we not gonna do the whole fucking. We're not gonna do that. You, you be talking the most shit, Kali. Uh, most shit. I'm, I'm just living you, under yo, the bridge. Yo, there, you, I was about to say you the new rich. You the rich. Welcome. You don't need to make you a t-shirt now, right? Got to make him a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> I mean, that is a really good idea, though, to get the T-shirts and to have, like, the cross marks of how many shoes you've <laughs> Right? Straight up. You might have to do that. Real talk. I'm not, a, I'm not the one a week for the year so far yet, though. Okay? So. I'm you're just as bad. bad. You're, I mean, just you're bad. not far off. How many? You, you, no, you, you, like me, 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 and Ka, me and Kali's, like, that Spider-Man meme. You know, when we're pointing at each other? Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> the two Spider-Mans, like, pointing at That's us, Kali. Welcome. Embrace it. It's okay. It. It, there's nothing wrong with it. Again, we're we're not gonna stop you from buying kicks here. It's just when you say you're gonna stop, and then the next week you come back with four pickups. No, no but these these are probably gonna be returned. I just needed some content for my YouTube. Yeah, but Magic Rock is good views. But you bought them. Yeah. So matters. You bought them. Now, here's the big thing. What is the purpose for all those shoes? Are you chasing rhinos in one of them, or are you going no, swimming with the fishes? Or I'll, I'm I'm literally to make content, maybe some OF content. You know, I know you all can subscribe to that. I'll just be wearing kicks, kicks and dicks. You know, it's all good. <laughs> oh my gosh! Pass. I'll dick rocks. Huge. Pass. Wow. What did yeah. we smoke tonight, Kali? Yeah. What did we smoke tonight? I need to no, know. No. no, last week it was brought to you by Nugs. Okay, great company on OCS. This week, it's brought to you by Sauce Rosin Labs. They got some of the greatest rosin on the market. Okay, this one is the creme brulee. It's extra tasty. They also have the banana gum. That one's just as tasty as well. Go check it out. Decent prices. You sure just that and not rock from the projects? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
I'm too old for that stuff. I'm diabetic. I would love to dabble, but you know, I just can't. Put it this way. What you just said, you need to not smoke that anymore. That's all I got to say. So disclaimer, do not smoke what Colin just said. My first amendment, right? (laughs) Even though I'm not American. It carries. It's okay. Yeah. It's just, (laughs) Woo, man. All right. Well, good week, Holly, and lots of nice pickups there. Yeah. Uh, Rick, what about you? What have you been rocking this week? And uh, any pickups? Yeah. So this week, um, that's this one. Hey, structures. That, let's go. I'll rock the community garden ducks. I'll rock, let's see, that was the Lady Liberty Tens. Mm. Ooh, okay. Okay. All right. Jordan Tens, underrated. That's all I got to say. I love very com- Very comfortable. Yes. Very comfortable. I rocked the LeBron 20, the Violet Frost. I went to church on Sunday, so I had to wear hey. something special. So that was the White Cement 3 Reimagined. Hey. Yesterday, it was the Para SB Dunk Low, the abstract art. And today, oh, nice. Biohack 1s. Hey. Nice. Okay. Hey. Solid. Solid. So for my cops, I picked up. So I got in my UNC Toe 1s. Mm. Those couple days ago i just did an ebay order for the metal stand flyknit runner from 2016 found those for like a steel and they were pretty clean so those should be in in a couple of days and then my mistake pickup of the week so i'm <laughs> trying to help my brother my brother and i we were the same size so i was trying to go for the social status nike attacks for him in the size 14 so when it loaded everything that was like above an 11 was like out of there. So I hit 14 and I'm going through the process and I'm going and I'm checking out because I'm trying to hurry up and get it. And I noticed like, oh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not a 14. That's a three and a half. So my oh, should be, oh. so that should be in, in a couple of days. So the silver lining to that is I'm sitting here thinking I'm doing the conversion of, okay, what does three and a half convert to in a women's? And I'm thinking, wait, wait a minute. Kids and men's convert the same way. Mm-hmm. My daughter, she's eight, but she has a big foot. She's a three she's going to be in that three and a half by like christmas so she's got a christmas present like already there you go (laughs) there you go that's a nice pair so those are my that's my cops this week actually question for you rick you got the unc toes in already right you got them in hand yep what's the quality like on those because i think uh, when i I saw the listing for them it says jordan one og high and then there's remastered on it i think rms TD or something. At least that's what it said on the Foot Locker listing. So I don't know if I've seen that remastered. I don't know. I guess RMSTD is remastered, right? But I was just curious as to what that refers to for this pair. Like, it doesn't look like there's anything. Oh, maybe remastered like uh, like better quality, like how they had like the Columbias and all that stuff. I was going like, to say the were... Oreo 4 and Columbia. Oreo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's not on my shoebox. It just says Air Jordan 1 Retro High OG and the um, color code. So it doesn't have anything remastered. So if you listen to Mr. Unloved Ones, he'll tell you that this is like the version 2 of like a remastered 1 that they've done. So everything since 1 is, let me not make up something, but since the end of last year, all of the ones have, have a different makeup slightly bigger swoosh the midsole is a little bit different so maybe that's what that's referring to oh okay. but as far as the quality of this it's fairly decent the 
UNC color parts, the leather there is softer than what's on the rest of the shoe. The black like toe cap, that's just kind of standard one mm-hmm. wear, and the white is even less so than that. I mean, these two parts are okay. The softest part again is the the Carolina blue parts. That's really soft, especially on the toe box. That's nice. It's a good shoe. Yeah, no. dope, dope colorway. Yeah, I was just curious because Foot Locker listed it as remastered. So I was like, what? I've never seen that listed like that anywhere else. But maybe they just kind of threw it on there. But I don't know. I was just curious what that meant if you saw any yeah. differences in hand. So there's nothing different than any recent one that I've seen. No. Gotcha. Good pickups. Good week. Yeah, I love the rotation. Good. Rotation yeah, was great. Yeah. yeah, rotation was tough. Great week. The structures, man. <laughs> the structures are, are everything. Go to for rich. Yes, sir. All right. So for me, this week, Air Max 90 Infrareds, Air Jordan 3 Fire Reds, the Tinker version, Air Jordan 12 Taxis. Hey. It was Greg's birthday actually last week or uh, when I wore this. So I was I tried to get an on foot shot and I just wasn't happy with anything I took and I gave up. But that was in, in honor of Greg because I knew he loves the Taxi 12. So happy birthday, Greg. Air Jordan 3 Black Flips. Actually, underrated okay underrated. underrated but you know what was funny actually i wore them i went to the mall and was just looking for some stuff and it was really digging into my heel even with like a tube sock on too i was really surprised at that like i left the mall and i had like it worn through like the back of my heel there so i don't know i was a little surprised at that but i love that shoe i hadn't worn it in a while so i figured i'd get uh get a wear it in that then i wore the air jordan 7 flints i love that pair and I know, Rich, you don't like that darker gray on that pair, but I love that darker gray on those sevens. No, I'm not, I'm not, not feeling those. I love that. I love that. I love, I love that. I'm sure the quality is better, but I, I really like the darker gray on that. Just looks better to me. And then I wore Rich's Apocalypse shoe, Nike Air Hirachis. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Which one? The all red colorway. So I, I figured you, if it was an Apocalypse, okay. you'd probably wear an all black, but I had the all red colorway on. Yeah, you know, black on black, of oh, course. Yeah. And no pickups for me this week. I had a good three weeks there. I picked up like for three weeks straight. I picked something up, so I that was that was impressive for me. I must say, it's okay to take a break sometimes. Yeah, exactly. I took you know like a four or five month break, three weeks in a row, and and now I'm back <laughs> off for another four or five months. <laughs> <laughs> I think the next one for me is the Fear Threes. I want to reacquire those? Really? Yeah, if those are October. Mm-hmm. I want to say. I think it's October, something around that. It makes sense. Fear, October, October Halloween. Like the, yeah, I think that's around when they're coming. Yeah. Out. yeah, that's. I think that's the one I want. The the next one I want for sure. So we'll see what comes in between there, but that one for sure. And that was for my cool. week. Rich, what about you? For where's the penny ones at Orlando? Had to break those out. Reimagine threes as well. I'm gonna take a page out of Rick those book. Getting a lot of burn on those Air Max nineties, of course. The infrared pair. Panda Dunks, Nike Air Structures, that's another at-the-door pair, so um, I'm rocking that daily. And I knew this one's for Kali, me and my Salehi Crocs, man. Officially broke those out. I wore them, fuck, probably the last four days. My kids, my two youngest kids, actually, there we go. Rick Dubber, you know what time it is. Rick Dubber, hold up, hold up, hold up. I got to join <laughs> you on that one. I got to join you on that one. But, um, yeah, I broke out uh, the Salehi Crocs uh, that I caught. That was my caught from last week. That uh, beige pair, I forget the name of it, but anyhow, um, my kids is uh, they're, they got swimming the next two weeks, so obviously it's a perfect pair for the pool. You know, you can't wear no sneakers in there, so just brought those out. 
looking real fresh. So I've been rocking those for actually the last uh, last couple of days. So um, that's it in terms of wares. Uh, pickups, I didn't grab anything actually for myself this week, uh, but for my son, he's actually away. His grandma uh, took my 15-year-old and my oldest, actually. They, she took them for a night or two. So I actually grabbed them a pair of Air Forces. I'll show them next week, but I scooped him a pair of Air Forces just – <laughs> and I spoke about him too getting getting kicked out of summer school and he don't deserve shit. <laughs> but at just but at the same time I'm like, look, I can't have him looking out here looking crazy. So <laughs> I'm always gonna keep him laced. So I actually grabbed him a pair of Air Forces, some lows, nothing crazy, you know, just something nice that he can rock. So but he's away, so I can't even show them. But next week I will I'll show you guys what I got. Black Air Forces? No, it was um actually black and white. So black upper, white check. They were from actually it's a, a release from 2020. I'll have to see which ones they are. But like I said, I'll I'll show them next week. But I ended up grabbing him those. So not a pickup for myself, but for him. And I always tell him, I'm like, you don't deserve shit. But I love sneakers. I'm your father. And I'll never have you out here looking crazy. So I'm always going to keep them fresh. But uh, yeah, that's it in terms of pickups. Oh, I, I'm lying. My line guy is sorry. Me and Kali treasure hunt. So actually, I got a couple pairs coming. I got two pairs. I'm getting ahead of myself. I got two pairs. I'm excited when it's my time to reveal those. But I'm thoroughly excited. Trev, you're gonna like one of them. I'll say that. But yeah, I did grab two pairs for my treasure hunt segment. So it's it's coming, man. So treasure hunt pairs, and then like I said, I got a pair for my. He could have liked another pair more though, but you didn't go with that one. <laughs> yo trev Kali, yo Kali, Kali's the asshole that's all i'm gonna say Kali's the asshole Kali's like yo you should get those because trev is gonna be upset so and i'll i'll talk about that too when it's my time uh i'll talk about that particular pair but i was able to secure two pairs and um excited to uh to talk about that with you guys in a few weeks but yeah i guess the streak continues it does, yeah. You still, you still picked up a pair. I, yeah, just yeah, another tally on the uh, on the calendar for pickup for the uh, for the year. Yes, sir. Try to be good. <laughs> I say that sarcastically. Yeah, because you, because you know the reality is that we're whatever like twenty five weeks into the year, twenty six or something like that, and yeah, I'm you're about that many pickups. Yeah, man. I remember in middle school, man, my progress reports always said I was, you know, inconsistent. So I figured, you know what, Let, let's flip that. So I'm trying to be consistent now. There you go. <laughs> That's my week. Good week. Good week, Rich. All right. Well, Rick. Let's, let's get into it. We got special guest, of course, Mr. Rick Dub on Instagram. As you heard earlier, uh, Trev mentioned he's one third of If the Shoe Fits IG Live show with Mr. Miller, who we've had on already. Greg, aka Lace Differently, who we've had on already. So excited to get Rick on. Thank you for joining us, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate y'all having me again. I really appreciate um this is like my first like podcast that I've ever done. So it's like <laughs> big deal for me. I appreciate it. <laughs> dope. Dope. Well, I mean, appreciate that. I mean, but we just like you've heard our podcast, so it's yeah. we're usually just like shooting the shit anyways. It's as if we were just, you know, chatting it up at a bar or whatever. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. call it like anything formal, but definitely excited to have you on because we want to get into your collection and, and hear your sneaker story. So well, why don't we start it off like we always do? Um, why don't you let us know or let all our listeners know where your sneaker journey began? So what are some of your favorite brands, models, and colorways that uh, got you into sneakers? 
Sure. So my journey, I think for a lot of people, it started with basketball. So my dad played a little bit of college basketball at the University of Arkansas at Little Rock, same school where Derek Fisher played. My brother played college ball at Philander Smith College. That's a historically black college in Little Rock. So we've always had basketball like front and center in our family and by that extension, no shoes. So like my dad, when he played in Dunbar Summer League, he wore like a Via 850s. So that was like the first like vivid basketball memory and shoe memory is that shoe. Like I can see like when he came home, he'd have his ball in his bag. And he, if you're a hooper, you don't walk around in your hoop shoes. You carry them over your shoulder. So he carried those shoes like over his shoulder. And after that, I feel like for everybody, it was Jordan. So whatever Jordan was out, that's what it kind of gravitated to. But there were seven of us in the house. So my parents were not buying me Jordans. I could just admire them from afar. It wasn't until I got my first job cleaning up around the city where I bought my first pair of shoes. And it was the Grant Hill, the feel of Grant Hill one. Oh, dope. 95s? Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I'm aging. So yeah, that was the, <laughs> yes. uh, that was the, the first pair of shoes I ever bought with my own money. It looked close enough to a Jordan 9, but it wasn't quite a Jordan 9. So mm. I could get away with it, you know, and Grant Hill was a dope player. So, oh yeah, they were those were popping anyway. So, exactly. So that's kind of the history of my sneakers, uh, just basketball. Currently, what I have now came from my first job in a sneaker store. So I don't know if Canada had Just for Feet, or if you're even familiar with what Just for Feet is. It was a sneaker store. It had like a basketball court in the front part of the store where people can. It was like half court, like you can come in and like play basketball while your parents like shop for your shoes. That was where I was introduced to like brands outside of Nike and Jordan. So like Asics, Brooks, New Balance, that's my first introduction to those shoes. So my love affair with New Balance started then. The New Balance 801 is probably one of my favorite shoes of all time. It's a trail shoe, but it has extreme comfort. And that New Balance collection, that New Balance love continues today. Like my favorite New Balance now is the 2002R. So I have the Salehi uh, Water Be the God. I have the Protection Pack. I have the Joe Fresh Goods Conversations Amongst Us. I have just random regular colorways. 2002R is like my favorite New Balance. I have a lot of Jordan 3s, the White Cement. I have the Black Cement sitting here over my shoulder. I have the Mocha 3s, also underrated classic. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I love right now. As far as hooping, I still try to hoop. As much as my body will let me. Um, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm 44 years old. Yeah, so it's a lot of age and miles on these bones. But oh, like I, me. You're 79, baby. Yeah, exactly. All right, like me. Here we go. Yeah. So when I try to hoop, I hoop in the LeBron 20. I became a fan of his shoe around the 15. The 15 is like really comfortable, but... You have to be built a certain way to really wear that shoe. If you're not LeBron, you have to be t like you can't be short and wear a LeBron. And it looks like <laughs> yeah. you're wearing like a boot on your foot. You have to be like basically be tall to rock that shoe, and I can get away with it. But that's also one of the supremely comfortable shoes in his line. But everything between the 15 and the 20 kind of suck. So when he came out with 20, which is basically a souped up Kobe, I was like, okay, I was about to say, yeah, uh... <laughs> I can get back into these and. That's it's a great shoe to hoop in. So I have like four pair of those. 
my collection is really all over the place, but mm -hmm. I have a lot of New Balance. I have a lot of LeBrons. I have a lot of Jordans, but it's all over the place. I'm not beholden to any one brand. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? That's that's good to you. I mean, obviously with your upbringing, Avia, right? Like that's not a pair that everyone would say that's like the shoe that caught their eye. Maybe like, your, right. your, your, your pops was balling them or whatever. But yeah, I mean, like those were the basketball shoe back in the day too, right? Like everyone was rocking those. A lot of the like high, high cut sneakers. Avia was definitely one of those sneakers that was very popular in terms of basketball sneakers. But I mean, that probably was part of what stemmed that brand variety for you. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also working uh, in retail as well just opens your eyes to a lot of other things too. You get to see what's in the store. You get to see other people rocking it. Um, you know, it just gives you like, like a better perception as to, you know, what sneakers look good with different outfits and things like that too. So it gives you more of an appreciation, I, I find, uh, especially when, you, uh, when you're exposed to all that too. But I mean, you know, you talked a little bit about your current collection, you know, the different brands that you have. And I know 2002R is one of your favorite New Balances, but what are some of the other favorite actual pairs in your collection? Maybe some special pairs, grail pairs, uh, or maybe even some like, unique pairs that you got. I don't have a whole lot of hype, but I think I have a couple that are different. So being a 79 kid, we came of age mid-90s. So one of my favorite, I guess you can call this a pack, is the Rivals pack, the Nike mm. S. What's the. Yes, sir. Bread 11, and then it's the mm. Air Force 2 that's based on the Penny Foam Pot. Yeah, that's dope pair. Mm -hmm. So I don't see too many. I, I might see occasionally one person. I, I, I was about to say, yeah, you see people with those, but, I, but the I, other I, pair, no. Yeah. You so this is one of those ones. I had to get like both. I like having complete packs if I can. So if I can't hit it, it's going to eat me up until I complete it. So <laughs> I hit for retail on the Air Force Two and I was like, okay, I got to go back some way. Somehow I got to go back and get this. And I found this on StockX for like $5 over retail. So I was like, oh, nice. Go. No problem. Um, yeah. So another one that I don't see too often, and I got this one because it reminds me of my father-in-law. He was a band director in Greenville, Mississippi for longer than I've been alive. So when I saw this, this is the humidity. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. yes. I remember those. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. The trumpet and then the lining that's like on the, if you played in band, you know that the lining of the shoe was like the lining of the instrument case. This reminds me of him. It has the clear outs only has the music mm -hmm. note on the bottom. I don't see too many people with this shoe and I don't wear it very often because I want it to last. Yeah. Very special shoot for me. Then another one that I don't see very often is if you're familiar with Nike and their N7 campaign. N7, they, yeah. Oh yeah, yep. So this dunk is from 2017. Oh, I don't remember that one. I I, I don't even, I haven't even seen that pair, that particular pair. Yeah. So this one has a nice kind of heavy leather, has the gold tip aglets. I like the thing outside of the gum bottom. You can't be the gum bottom. I think my favorite part of it is kind of this almost flannel wrapped around the midsole and going up the heel of the shoe. Like, yeah, that's dope, man. Those are tough. Yeah. This is kind of a all around. This is a kind of a very rugged shoe. It's very heavy on the leather. So, and I have like a couple of like hype shoes. I have the Wortherspoon Air Max 197. Mm -hmm. I have a pair of Concords that I haven't worn yet. I'm, I'm also very. <laughs> bad about not wearing shoes i always buy with the intention of wearing them and then covid hit and just kind of don't go anywhere <laughs> so yeah. i have 
a backlog of things that I have to undes, and that's on the list. Is that Concord uh, the most recent release one with the high patent leather and forty five yep. or yeah uh, eighteen? Yep. Dope, dope. So, oh, you, dope. so you mentioned you're a completist then. Like I didn't, I didn't realize that you're a completist. So, are there any pairs that maybe are still, you know, still haven't been completed yet? Like many packs that still haven't been completed that are still you're still in the hunt for. So the Peace Be the Journey Salehi, the mm-hmm. orange two thousand two. Mm-hmm. I look for that every once in a while. When I looked at it yesterday, I think the ask was like eleven hundred bucks in the size. <laughs> so that I want to complete. Like I have, yeah, I have the last two Salehi New Balance, but yeah, that one's just not gonna happen. Uh, yeah, and you're a size fourteen too, right? You said yes. So yeah, so prices are gonna be tough. Yeah, anything that's like. Tough. 11 and up is like astronomical, but 14, I can imagine it's probably even hard to find your size sometimes even on StockX or, or Goat or, or eBay. If they make it. Yeah. That's always. Right, if they make it. Exactly. Yeah. Like I know some guys who are size 13, shout out to Mike Williams, like some, a lot of the pairs that he looks for, like they don't even make 13. So I can't even imagine 14. 14. Yeah. That was a big thing. Like last year with that Khaled five, and a lot of the drops toward the end of the last year, they would go from 13 to 15 and just completely skip 14 altogether. Like they wouldn't even make one. So really? if I even to get the Cali 5, get couldn't get it. And I don't know if they had an issue in the 14 factory and they just <laughs> went. <laughs> kind of like yeah. one of those, those unicorn sizes, right? Because even like, like 11 and a half is right. uh, one you don't see too often. Or if you do, there's not a lot of them. That's, so that's that's crazy because yeah, how would you go from a thirteen to a fifteen bypass a no, complete size? Yeah, all together. And that and that Khaled five that wasn't the only one like that. There were several like that toward the end of last year. They just like nah, yeah, I don't need one. You good? You <laughs> squeeze put or, on an extra pair of exactly or like three socks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that one being eleven hundred bucks, I'm not gonna <laughs> not gonna happen. I'm looking for. If I could ever find another New Balance 801, I think Paperboard Paris, they did a collaboration a couple of years ago, and I tried for a 14, and I just couldn't get it, and now they're like none for resale. And not between that collab and then just they've done like a couple of other different colorways, I just cannot find a 14 in that. The one constant reach back that I just haven't really pulled the trigger on are the brown paisley dunks from last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep looking at, like, I feel like that price will drop, and maybe it's just me not wanting to pay the five on it, but but I will probably go ahead and pull the trigger before the end of this year because that's just one. I just love the way that shoe looks, and I missed out on when it initially dropped. That's one I got to go back and get. And then I think it it was Miller that convinced me to, like, re-look at the black metallic five. I don't necessarily like fives. Mm-hmm. I think I have one pair of fives in my collection, but it's something about the black metallic five with the white shoelaces that was like, you know what? I might have to go back and do that. So it's either <laughs> go on the hunt for that or wait for the Ama Manier five later this year. Oh yeah. Right. That, that, yeah. That black fives. I'm all yeah. in. And I'm not a five Probably. guy either, but that black pair, I'm all yeah. in. Something about the tongue on the five that maybe it's just my pair. It's the gold medal five. It squeaks when you walk or it just doesn't sound right. It, it, it wears funny. So I don't have a lot, but I think I might have to pull the trick on that. I'm on my near five. Yeah, oh. That's a dope pair. I, like, I love the detailing on the, on the netting too. It's like the little, 
Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. They're nice. They're nice. Yo, Rick, I got a question. I know you were talking yep. about, I call them Avas, but what were your thoughts on Virgil? Because he did that Louis Vuitton pair that was very reminiscent of that classic, like Ava High. I like the way that he pays homage to classic things like that. The price tag on those is not something that I'm fond of, <laughs> but he did right by that. It looked very good. And, and even now, like you could find a pair of Vias on their site. They're about a hundred bucks for a pair. And again, they're really one of, they're very close to each other. What they have now in Virgil's pair, he did a great job on those. Yeah, I agree. Like my take on it too was, you know, you get people, he's ripping it off, but I always looked at Virgil as him like paying homage to yes. kind of what was. And that's what I looked at with that Louis Vuitton pair he did. It wasn't like, no, he didn't rip it off. He was, you know, showing love to a classic silhouette. And I think people okay. kind of get skewed in that like they yeah yeah they they look at it as like oh he's ripping it off but it's like no he's showing love like to this particular pair that that was my takeaway yeah from it like when i seen it jay-z biggie kind of comparisons like i'm not a biter i'm a writer for myself and others if they are big versus i'm only big enough my brother that's there you go paying homage to the stuff that influenced him when he was coming up so exactly if you have like his kind of takes on all of on the 10 and yeah, he's not necessarily stealing from it. He's going back and putting his spin on what he appreciated growing up. Exactly. And I feel like that's where a lot of people, it kind of flies over their head in terms right. of what he was actually trying to do. So I just wanted to get your thought on that. Cause I heard a lot of like, when that shoe came out, it was just like, Oh, he's, he's this the Ava and the do the comparisons. And I'm just like, no, he's showing love like to that model. Like, is this what we doing? Me being a history major, I appreciate the history that he was putting on display when he did that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 100%. Yeah. A lot of his work is inspiration-based. So like, yeah. Yeah, you can tell he was inspired by that sneaker and, and you know, a lot of that stuff when he was growing up, too. So, but, yeah. So, I mean, get, getting back to, like, you know, the, the collection, uh, mm-hmm. I know you mentioned the New Balance that you may not be able to complete the pack, but uh, you showed us a few packs that you've already completed, but... Is there anything that you've completed that you would say that you were proud to have completed a pack? Like, is there some, anything that stands out in terms of packs or collections or, or whatever that, that you're like, oh man, I can't believe I completed this pack. And it's, you know, something that you, you treasure. So I'm of the mind that if I can't necessarily complete it, I don't want to get it. So I've tried, the Salehi is the one exception. So I don't have like a bunch of one-offs. If I don't have no. it, I don't have, I will just like completely forget about it. The last pack that I completed was the Concepts Air Max pack. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. a good one. Yes. That was a good one. Great pack. The Heavy is the one out of that one that I mm-hmm. I think that one's my favorite. And I actually managed, I'm proud of that one because I managed to hit for all three full retail, which, yeah. And a size 14 that is like, yeah, that's crazy. I was going to say, in a size 14, yeah. that's size 14, a lot on the live drop hitting for retail that just does not happen that often so yeah i agree that's the one that i'm proud of like yep i got that and i didn't have to pay more than i needed to yeah no that's a good one too i'm not a completist like i feel like i used to be like i you know back when it was maybe a little bit easier to buy like maybe you know most colorways in a a model or a silhouette whereas now there's kind of like you know there's so many different 
colorways. There's no way that you can complete every, you know, Jordan one, for example, or whatever, but that specific pack, that concepts Air Mac pack, like I had to have all three, like that was one that they killed every single one of them. Like for me, it was like every day, if you asked me, it was like, which one was my favorite. It would be different because all the details on them were super dope. Just all the paneling and materials and everything. So, and a lot of, you know, Air Max enthusiasts and people that love Air Maxes would probably say the same, say the same thing about uh, that Air Max pack. Like they just knocked it out of the park for every single one of those. And I think, you know, back when we did sneaker of the year discussions, like Mm -hmm. anyone that you picked for that pack would have been my, would have been my pick for sneaker of the year. Yeah. And that was a clear cut very early on. You kind of knew yeah, no one's taking over this sneaker of the year spot, which makes like this year a little bit different. I don't know that anybody, I don't have a sneaker of the year so far yet. Like there's no clear front runner for me. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but there isn't one for me. One that's slightly ahead, but just because okay. it's innovative, it's new. The SP Jordan 4, just because it's a little switch up, it's something. Yeah. It's on the list. Like for me, I have a list because all of the shoes that are on the list are like really good. But there hasn't been one that just has like, uh, there hasn't been a standout for me yet. But that SB four is on the list definitely. Yeah, it's it's, it's hard to to say. The four yeah. I will say is on the list as well, but it's still July. It's still July. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everyone has different takes on that too, right? Like you know, and and criteria and yeah. criteria as yes. well, right? Like so, like yeah, that plays a big, big part too. Right. So Collie's big thing is always when he talks about new shoes, is he wants to see tech and that kind of stuff, right? So there's all like where for me, that kind of stuff doesn't come into play as much as it would with Collie, right? So there's going to be completely mm-hmm. different lists, right? I really it's do like that. Tech, SB- but it's like innovation, like something new and not just the same. Oh, here's a Jordan four. Like, sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like, I mean, for me, like that stuff wouldn't matter to me. Right. Like, yeah, I, I could care less about that. Right. Like you guys might have the SB four as your shoe of the year, but for me, it's like, mm-hmm. it's an all white shoe. Like it's up there, but it's, but it, for me, it's like, ah, it's an all white four, whatever. Right. Like, yeah, they're going to be different aspects for everyone. Like some people might not have the white cement three reimagined on their list. That's on the list for me because the white cement three is a grail. Like a, people use grail yeah. a lot and they misuse it, but that is a shoe that I haven't <laughs> won for as long as I've ever seen a white cement Jordan 3. This is the first pair I've ever been able to get, so no, that's on my list because that is my literal yeah, If I have w- shoe for the rest of the year, I'm happy because I have that one. Yeah, the white cement 3 too, I have to agree with you on that. That reimagined 3 for me, that's definitely a front runner. I wore them today and it's like just looking at them, just like man, like you know what I mean. It's just it's just that like cla- it's a classic. It's almost like we refer to movies. It's like a cult classic. Like just to have that shoe, it's like I'm good, you know. If I got this, so I agree that reimagined three. But like I said, it's still early, so yeah. the year is young. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll see what else comes. Yeah, exactly. Maybe another pack that uh, maybe another pack that we might have to complete. <laughs> but I noticed you mentioned earlier, um, you know, the Mac attacks for your daughter, right? Like she's turning three. Did you say? No, oh. she she wears eight. a size. Oh, sorry, she wears yeah, a she size wears three. three. Sorry, she wears a size three. Eight. She's yeah. eight. She's yeah. eight. She wears a size three. Sorry, my bad. But what does her collection look like? I mean, I know you're adding the Mac attacks to her collection, but mm-hmm. does she have like a growing collection? Does she care about sneakers? Like, does she notice your sneakers and comment on your sneakers at all? Yes. So every time the box, <laughs> Dad, is that another pair of shoes for you? I'm like, yes, baby, it is. So yeah, no, she's clean. she's keenly aware of like yeah. when I do the show on Wednesdays. 
whenever there's a box that comes in, she's aware of my collection because she comes up to the room where all my sneakers are like, Daddy, you have a lot of shoes. You really need to get rid of some of them. Like, no, I'm not doing that. As far as their collections, I have two daughters. Um, Harper, oh, two, okay. yeah. yeah, Harper's eight, Ella's six. They are rough as fuck on shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they, they give they give no fucks. Yeah. None. So they their school has a playground that has like like we grew up and we played on like concrete or yeah. like mulch or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like in the playground, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Play, yeah. They have like this uh, soft rubberized like rubber stuff that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turns yep. every, it touches black. So yep. I will send them to school and like in a pair of Nike free runs for kids. The whole bottom of the shoe is like black off after the first day. So I don't spend a lot as far as their collection on stuff like that because I know that they play rough and they're going to run through them and they do not care about cleaning them up. They will bring them to me say, Daddy, can you clean these up? Okay, I'll do my best. But I do have a couple of pairs that are special. So like I said, she has the social status pair coming in for the Spider-Verse movie, we both have that shoe. So she has a pair. I have a pair. I tried to get one for Ella, but Bodega canceled her pair, which was some bullshit because they didn't cancel it until they had already sent it. But whatever. They have a couple, but they don't care about shoes that much. They care about <laughs> Is it pink? Cool. Is it sparkly? That'll work too. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Now getting out of, hey, does this light up? I want shoes that light up. They're finally growing out of that shit so we don't have to buy any more sketchers but yeah they don't by and large they don't necessarily care about what they wear not yet their hobby is and i've passed on the spirit of completion they're into like rainbow high dolls i don't know if you know what rainbow high is so it's a series of dolls in this fictional like musical high school so you have rainbow high and shadow high so rainbow high is like all of the colors of the spectrum and shadow is like all of the darker colored spectrum, they want all of those. Yes, so it's like shades of purple, shades of blue, shades of like dark, like all, so both sides of the spectrum, light and dark. They mm-hmm. want all of those dolls. So oh, now, I see. Overflowing with rainbow high dolls. And <laughs> so every time that they come out with a new one, daddy, I need to get that one. Daddy, I need to get that one. I need to complete the pack. I need to complete the pack. Yeah. So <laughs> in that regard, they've picked up on the pack completion right and you can't even be mad at that because that's you know it's like almost even it's almost in the blood right and an honest so i I can't even be mad at it you're right (laughs) yeah but yeah so i mean as long as uh they're not crazy into sneakers then at least not for now right not kind of yeah you kind of hold out for a bit because i know you know i like to ask parents especially because yeah you're right i mean they either get them super dirty which you know for guys like us kind of hurts right like it it hurts your feet hurts my feelings right sometimes but i mean they are kids you expect that they're going to do that but at the same time it's like you know they're going to run through them they're either going to grow out of them that sort of thing too so but maybe later on when they get a little older they'll be a little bit interested but do they at least support your passion and uh your collection they do every once in a while i will say hey harper what shoes should daddy wear today and she'll come up and she'll point out something I think this one expresses your individuality the best. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> no, they don't mind my my collection at all. My wife kind of minds it because size 14 shoes cost a lot. Um, yeah, right. I'm lucky in that she is not a sneakerhead. So I think the first time I tried to buy her a pair of like Air Max 
she looked at them and was like, I don't like this. It's too busy. So she likes stuff from like TJ Maxx or like she likes Nike Tangents, something that she can get for like 40 bucks. What we consider like something that we put by the door and like, oh, shit, we got to run through the mud. Let me beat these up because it only costs 40 bucks retail. That's the kind of stuff that she loves. Right now in her collection, she has two that I would even consider to be moderately important. So the first pair of Jordans I ever bought her were the Serena Williams Mm -hmm. Jordans. But she hates wearing them because she says they're uncomfortable. And then... (laughs) The only other pair that she's even remotely asked me for. So the Jaw ones, the day one colorway, mm. I like bring them up to her. She was like, "Hey Rick, I like this shoe." It's like, really? Wait, what? She does not <laughs> comment on shoes at all. She like she she lets me have this as a hobby, and she's cool with it. But that's not something that she dabbles in like really at all. So for her to say, "I like this shoe. I want it." All right, I'll make it happen, and. She loves that shoe. Knock the shit out of me. But that is. <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't happen often, right? It doesn't happen often when they have. And I know, I, I think Rich mentioned this um, recently yep. too. Like when his wife uh, was asking about the Salehis, he was like, You like those? I'm going to make it Say happen. Less. Right? Yeah. Say less. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you actually give voice to a sneaker that you want, I will. Move you got it. Make sure yep. you get it. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's dope i mean like and that's good that you know your daughters are showing uh interest at least you know in your hobby maybe sh- they're not crazy into sneakers but at least they show interest you know in picking out your sneakers and having reason why they're picking those sneakers too but let's get into a little bit about the ig live stuff because like we said earlier we had mr miller on before we had greg uh, or laced uh, differently on previously mm-hmm. but let's hear from your side too because when we did a live i know i know there was a uh, an episode that Rich, Trev, and I were on, mm-hmm. and it was just the three of us and Mr. Miller. And I think it's kind of evolved. So that's kind of where I'm getting at is that first it was something that Kean was doing on his own. And then he always had Greg on every week as like a special guest. And then he became like a co-host. And then also you're a co-host too. So, you know, how did you guys meet? Like, how did you meet with the two of these guys? So it started out as, I don't even, I'm trying to remember how I even found their show. I think it was really all just kind of a byproduct of COVID and not having anything to do and just kind of scrolling and looking for like-minded stuff on IG. And I came across their show a little bit after live started. I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. They're talking about stuff that I like. It's interesting. So I would always be in the comments and they would always ask, well, if you ever want to you know, hop on the show, let's do it. So mm-hmm. I did a guest episode one time and it went well and they kept asking me back like hey you want to be a guest again <laughs> yeah okay i'll do it again and it just kind of kept happening and they're like you know what you don't need to be a guest anymore you want to be a co-host cool and then it just kind of went from there our format of the show has really kind of stayed the same if we ever do have a guest we format the questions the beginning questions based on what their specialty is so if it's a photographer mm-hmm. We'll talk about, hey, what kind of camera do you shoot with? What are your presets like? If you were giving advice to someone who's getting into photography, what would you suggest to them? Or if they're a content creator, what's your schedule like? Or if you're into finance or something like that, what tips would you have? We always base the beginning questions on what they do so they'll be more comfortable talking about their subject matter. One of the things that we also are cognizant of is 
not being stuck in the same thing. Meaning, for example, if we have a reseller on, we don't talk about why this shoe is going to sit or we don't talk about like, oh, this is going to break. We don't do that kind of conversation. Right, we'll right. About, okay, what do you see the market as far as resale in two years if this continues? So if we, we have a glut of shoes right now, do you think this is going to same? Do you think the brands are going to change up? We talk about it from that kind of perspective. Sure, we yeah, yeah. don't necessarily care about what's going to resell, what's going to brick or any of that shit. We don't care. We want to talk about the upper level stuff as far as right. the cold. Yeah, like getting the opinions, you yep. know, of, of your guests, especially if, you know, they specialize in something in terms of the sneaker community or whatnot. You know, getting people to understand from their perspective, you right. know, what their part in the sneaker community is for sure. And, you know, like, I like that you guys all have different personalities too, because people say that about our podcast is that like, right. you know, everyone's kind of has their own voice, their own opinion, kind of meshes well together. So like, you know, how do you guys collaborate in terms of like your personalities and with the content and, you know, questions and things like that? Like, how do you guys come up with some of the questions and who picks the guests and things like that too? So we actually kind of split that duty. So to be fair, Miller is kind of the leader of the team. Mm-hmm. So and I like the way that he looks at it. He looks at this as a show. So everything is episodic. This is a show. This is how we're going to do it. In the far off chance that like, hey, someone is looking at this and might want to do something with it. Let's make this as much like a show as possible. So he sets things up that way so that the questions kind of have a flow to them. So it all makes sense. So it doesn't come off like a jumbled mess. But when it comes to creating the questions, we all have a say. So if there's a topic that we want to broach on, like for me, I live in Memphis. So when the stuff was happening with job, that was something that I really wanted to talk about from a sneaker perspective, from a basketball perspective, because we're all sports fans. And then being a black man in Memphis, looking at another black man in Memphis and what he's going through. That was something that I wanted to talk about. So we all have a voice in how we want the show to go. And that's very important to all of us. As you know, if you've ever seen our show, you know that Miller is like the live wire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) we know that when Miller speaks, that we kind of let him do that because it's going to come from a very authentic place. Greg and I are a little bit more laid back than that, but we have certain things that we are very passionate about. And I like that our show gives us all the latitude to do that. So if we have something that we want to talk about, we can do that. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, yeah, I think you you hit the nail on the head when you said that Miller is kind of like that live wire because he kind of like, he's very outspoken. He's very animated, you know, and that sort of thing that kind of like drives that emotion. But at the same time, you guys are talking about serious topics too. I mean, it's all part of the sneaker universe in a sense, right? Like John Morant and and basketball and sneakers and all that (laughs) stuff. But, you know, there's all these other underlying issues and things like that too that I think are very important to kind of speak about because everyone's got their opinion. It's always great to educate. I think that's the other thing too is that you guys educate. Miller is one of those guys that, uh, you know, he's very adamant on educating or what was the what was the term that he used offering game so when when he was on our podcast you know he says like you know og he says that's offering game Mm -hmm. right and and i think that's um you know what i think a lot of people like about you guys is that you guys are always educating you're not there to to withhold information you're always just you know speaking your mind different opinions and things like that right and sort of opening up that community and the conversation as well that's one of the things that we kind of see the community it's you get a lot of people say that the community is fractured right 
Mm-hmm. So you have the segment of people who are our age, Kev, yep. of a, that they remember being outside and meeting people like by being outside. There was a time where there was no internet. Like you could not get on Nike Talk. You couldn't yeah. like get on IG. You couldn't do any of the stuff because there was no internet. You had to go outside and meet people. You had to go outside to the store and look at the shoe that you wanted. Or you got like an East Bay catalog and you got that in the mail. <laughs> yeah. Like having easy access to this stuff is something that it's crazy. It, it is crazy. It's no, crazy. With you 100%. Another like subsect of sneaker people who don't know how tough it was to actually get this stuff. So mm-hmm. we we make it a point to always bring up like this stuff wasn't always this easy. You have to know where you've come from to know where it's kind of going to. So sure, we, yeah. Yeah, we 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 are very cognizant of making sure that people are aware of the history of things. And if you want things to be a certain way, you need to learn how it was. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. And I think like a lot of people see it as coming across as, you know, like, you know, the old man syndrome where, you know, you're just like, you know, talking about, oh, you guys have it good and all this other stuff too. But it's kind of like, you know, just evolution as well, right? Like we just kind of, I mean, at least when I talk about sneakers back when I was younger, yeah, I mean, it was just one of those things where you were just genuinely interested in it and you found different ways to learn about sneakers. And it Mm -hmm. wasn't just like, hopping on the internet as easy as it sounds now, right? Like you actually would talk to the employees at the store, right? You would actually bump into people that were there looking at the same sneaker and you would talk to them, for example, or just people that in your, um, in your school, like classmates, that sort of thing too. So it was almost Mm -hmm. like a a network that you kind of built back when you were younger and we kind of lose that, you know, social network kind of thing with IG. Mm -hmm. Everything's kind of just like, Everybody has like, you know, it's like a flex or something like that. And, you know, everyone's got a different point of view. But I mean, the genuine connections, I, I feel like they were more organic back in the day. And they're probably yeah. harder to find, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, because like you can find good connections with people online, right? Like there's plenty of good examples, right? Like we're on, what, 139 episodes in, right? We've had yes. a bunch of great people on and a lot of them we had never met before. Rick, you're, you're one of them as an example, right? But right. you're right, like, it's harder to do that where, you know, we talked to a couple of weeks ago when we had Brian on where, you know, Rich and I met as, you know, like, Rich was coming into our store and just having conversations with us when, when I worked at Foot Locker, right? You can't get that anymore. I, I'll, I'll go back to it over <laughs> over the weekend. I was I went into some Foot Locker and Champ stores. Not one associate approached me. And and not even, like, not, not even as, like, you know what, whatever. I'm wearing flip threes. It's all good. Like, you know. Should you be interested in that? Yeah, like an all black three or four is probably something that should be pretty popular. But no one approached me at all to even like start a conversation with me. And like at one point, I I actually was asking about a shoe and I had to like hold it up and kind of look for someone to come find me. Right. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. like it's just it's, it's a completely different way that like people interact with sneakers now. Right. Right. Like for us, I think sneakers meant something, whether that's you had an attachment to whatever athlete wore the shoe or you had an attachment for whoever bought you the shoe and that there's a story behind that. I think a lot of that is lost at the moment. It's out there. There are people like us who care about things like that still, but you have to work a lot harder to create those networks and maintain those networks. Like you said, my last visit to a sneaker store, I had to get somebody like, hey, I need to look for this shoe. <laughs> right? You can't miss me. I'm six foot five. I'm tall. I'm right here. 
yo, I need a chew. Like, yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. They are not interested in the customer service aspect of like working in the sneaker space. This is this is how I either pay bills or how I get my next shoe. Like I don't really mm-hmm. care any of this. I'm here because I have to be. That is yeah. it. Not because I want to. Yeah. And that's okay. Like we all have moments like that. Like oh, hell today. I didn't want to but, work. But yeah, but I, I also think too, like, you know, coming from a time where it was like, you know, you go into like you know, for me, I go in like a foot action or a finish line. It's like, you know, dudes is whipping out like the, the, the shoe measure. Like, all right, let me see what size you wear. Like, you know, like <laughs> I'm, they get my sneaker. They're fucking lacing my sneakers up and shit. Like, it's right. hard for me to go from that to it's, like, yo, I need. Can you get me this shoe? Like, right. I'm fucking here. Like, what's up? <laughs> like, it's just it's, it's crazy. called a branding device. It's, I don't give a fuck what it's called. <laughs> the shit measures your foot. Like, we're not going to do all of that. I don't give a fuck what it is. I just know motherfucker brought it out. Like, yo, let me see, you know, get your shoe size. And like I said, you know, the, if I, there was a shoe, they bring it out. They lacing it up for me. Like, it was just, was it was very. Tra- I was trained. Yeah, 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 it was just very personable. Yeah. Like, I go into the, and I yeah. feel good. Like, you know, it, it made me want to buy a shoe. Like, when I was coming up, like, shit. Like, and now it's like you said, you can't miss me. Like, <laughs> And here I am, like, hey, could, could you get me a shoe? <laughs> like, what the fuck? So right. I think with that stuff, like, it's like, yeah, like, you know, times have changed, but it's just, it's crazy. Like, just to go from very personable to, like, yo, can somebody help me? Like, <laughs> yo, can you get off of TikTok and, like, sell me a shoe, please? <laughs> right, get the fuck off your phone. And I don't want to be that person, but it's like, yo. Oh, man. When, like, we know, come like, from that time. Yeah, like, where, you know, when I go to work. I'm going to work, you know. I equated to Walmart. Yo, shout out to Walmart. I go to Walmart. I think, yo, where the fuck are the employees? Like, can I yep. get somebody to help me? <laughs> but, but you know what? One of the funny thing is about that though, it's that like when you go into a Walmart, it's a super center, right? It's a large, large space, right? Like, I mean, if you don't see people, it's I don't want to say it's understandable, but it feels more understandable that way. When you go into like a Foot Locker, a Foot Action, a Champ, like it's a small space, right? Like there's most of the time four to eight employees in the store. You really shouldn't have to be asking people like, hey, hey, anyone, anyone give me a hand with this? Right. Yeah, it's it's very crazy. And I don't want to sound like the old head, but at the same time, it's like, fuck that. It's like if I go into a store, like, come on, like customer service. Come on. Yeah. Like, it's kind of gone from as a customer being approached all the time from employees to like you having to approach them. And I mm-hmm. found that like back like when I when I was younger, they would approach you and it wasn't just to be selling you sneakers. Like they'd just be complimenting you on your sneakers or noticing the sneakers that you're picking up. They're like, yo, these are dope. Did you see, you know, Jordan rocking these or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like did you see last game and then you start talking about basketball and it's not even about a sales transaction. You kind of just start talking about common interest right like because he notices that you're picking up a sneaker or he'll tell you about a sneaker that's coming out um you know like that's where you kind of got your news too like oh you like these well they're going to be dropping something you know in the next couple of months you might like or whatever and they kind of give you this inside info and i find that that's that networking that's a little bit lost now because like rick said you know like people are kind of just there because they need to pay their bills or whatever. They're just trying to get their discount on sneakers or whatever the case is. They don't really care about those interactions, I find. Bruh, I told you when I went to Foot Locker and the motherfucker couldn't tell me 
a double sole Tim from a regular size, a, a regular sole Tim. That's when I knew shit was going downhill. When I gotta tell you what a double sole Tim is, we got a problem. Right. So when was the like when was the last time you went into a, a store and you were going for one thing, but you got to talking to the person and they talked you into something else because something else. Not, right. Yeah. Like that makes sense. Like I went in for this one thing. I went in for this kind of running shoe, but I told you that I have this particular problem. Oh, you know what? You should try this shoe on because it's gonna help with overpronating or this or that. You should try this. Like, I don't know that that exists anymore. Yeah, that's gone. As someone who started at Foot Locker in 2010, we used to like we used to have videos about that, like that would train us on that kind of stuff. But like mm-hmm. going like 2016, 17, 18, when I was a manager, right? Like I would show my employees that kind of stuff. Like, and the, the videos that they were showing us were they were old. Like they were definitely outdated. Like people, would, right. these were videos from the early 2000s. It looked like so you know they, they're not new videos, right? But it was like it's important for you guys to know this kind of stuff. Whoever it was that was starting, right? You you should know that stuff. But it's true, right? Like I'm trying to just get people to kind of you know you, you want people to come in and just feel like start having a conversation with people. That was a big thing for me when I hired people was that you're hiring kids, right? They're somewhere between the ages of 16 and 22 for the most part, right? So their experience is never going to be great, right? But my big question when I interviewed people was, tell me about yourself. There was people that I would hire just because they could hold a conversation with me telling me about themselves, right? Like, because I can teach you how to do most of the stuff, right? But I need you to be able to conversate with me. You need to be able to conversate with people when they're they're in here trying to buy stuff. All right. And that's all a byproduct of get people to stay in the store longer because if they're in there longer, they might notice something and want to buy something else. There like, you go. It's hand in hand, man. You know, and yeah. it's just, it's lost. And it's, a, you know what? It, it, it is what it is. I, I've come to the point where it's like, it is what it is, but it's unfortunate because I feel like people are missing out those experiences that we had. Kev, yourself, even myself, you know, Trev and Colin a little bit older. Not to say that that stuff wasn't happening then, but like we came up in a time where we got to experience that. So it's I feel like, you know, for this generation, it's like they're missing out on just that. And it's very unfortunate because it was a great time, man. Like it was it was a beautiful time to go into the store and have those conversations. And like you said, like I may came in for this and I leave with something else. And that's just based off a conversation I had with the employee. Right. You know? So it's unfortunate. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, no, like it is. And it's just, it's unfortunate, right? Because, you know, when I left Foot Locker, I wanted to have that opportunity, right, to like go into stores and like have conversations with people. And I kind of wanted to have the reverse of what Rich had when we met. Like I wanted to be on the other end of that experience, right? And I just, like, I I can't even be acknowledged most of the time when I go in stores, right? So it's like, <laughs> ah, well, fuck this. <laughs> Yeah, I don't mean to to sound like the expectation is for everybody to be like a sneaker enthusiast or super passionate or like, you know, like want to be like nerding out on sneakers just like we do. But I just feel like now those bigger chain sneaker brands or companies like Foot Lockers and JDs and Champs and all that stuff, like, you know, it's less and less of what we kind of grew up with. And then now it's, um, you know, you have more of the shops like Omnis, for example, like these other smaller privately owned or whatever, like guys like Steven and Mario, shout out to them that opened their own shop. You know, they're passionate about it too, but you know, they 
also like network with people. They're welcoming, you know, with how they do business. They also educate and all that stuff too. They use social media to sort of like educate people and stuff like that too. But, you know, I just find that, you know, you have to look to these smaller boutiques now, not so much these like bigger chains mm-hmm. and lockers and things like that, where you'll find people that are at least a little bit more passionate than what uh, some of these other employees. Man, do. they don't give a fuck. I told you. <laughs> when a motherfucker can tell me if he had a double sold Tim, I was like, it's over. I'm sorry. Like, Yeah. that That's well, you can't get any easier than that, man. Like double sold yeah. leather collar. Like, if you can't tell me that shit, sorry. You lost me. <laughs> One way to piss off a New Yorker. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> you know, got double sole Tim's, and motherfucker look at me crazy. I'm like, what? Bro, double sole leather, leather collar? Like, the fuck? Like, you know, so that's where, for me, it was just like, damn, this is where we at? This is where we at. you butt naked. It's like, wait, what? Right, right? Dude, right here, yeah, like, naked. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh my well, gosh! All in fun, all in fun. Yeah, but. for sure. But uh, I mean, with all that being said, too, what would you say is the current state of the sneaker community right now, Rick? Like, where would you say it is right now? Where do you see it going? So there are like a lot of overlapping parts to this. We've kind of touched on in our old man ways. Yeah, uh, we have a segment who are nostalgia driven, right? We care about the stories. We care about the shoes because they meant something to us growing up, whether that we had them or it's something that we wanted and we couldn't get. And now we can go back and get them. The nostalgia of all of this stuff drives us. There's a segment of the sneaker community that does not give a flying fuck about any of them. They care about, all right, this shoe costs how much to get? How much can I resell it for? Cool. That's all. Get in, get out. I'm cool with that right there. I don't I don't care about who made that you. I don't really care. It's how much does it cost right now? How many can I get? And then how much can I resell it for? Cool. That's fine if that's all you, that you want to do. <sighs> Good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> so then we have people who care about like the tech and the materials of the shoe, right? Like I am a tech guy. So I watch people like wear gestures because he will give you a full-fledged breakdown of everything about the shoe between the outsole, the midsole, what's in it. This leather sucks. This leather is good. This new book is terrible. Like I love stuff like that. And then there's on the other side of that, people don't care about any of that. It's a weird thing. I think we as nostalgia driven people, we have to work harder to find our community and build on it. And I don't think that's going to change it. Like, the electronic age that we live in, that it, it makes it difficult. You would think it would make it easier for us to connect and like get together, but it doesn't because there are a lot of voices that you have to try to filter out. You don't know who people are just looking through the through a phone or looking through an app. You have to be able to look at their face, like look at them and talk to them and make shoe contact before you make like You have to be able to put eyes on that person and really gauge and see how people are. Things like sneaker cons can be good for that, but by and large, those are even kind of eh, because those are really just buy, sell, trade platforms and not necessarily meeting spaces. You have to find a group of people that want to meet at a sneaker con and like get together outside of that and like hang out and do Mm -hmm. that. But even that stuff. I I think you made a a great point though. Like even with all the the social connections that we have through the internet and and all these uh, social media apps and everything, 
it's not until you actually meet face to face with somebody and speak to them, you know, in a personal level that way, where you can mm-hmm. actually kind of connect that way. Like I, you know, I think, you know, we've, we've mentioned it before is that like, you know, you can kind of see through a lot of people when they think that they know, or, you know, pretend like they know about sneakers. Right. right. So it's not until you actually can, you know, speak with them face to face where you can you know, see that if it's real or not, whatever the case is. Right. So it it is, it is harder. Like I I do find it is harder. Like, you know, we meet people through the space all the time and Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, like we meet really good people like you guys and and the, uh, if the shoe fits crew and a lot of the guests that we've had on here or pretty much all the guests that we had on here, you know, they're just, they're real people, but it's, it's hard to sift through you know, the hundreds and thousands, you know, and even millions of people that are out there that are kind of in this community that, you know, maybe exploiting the community for a certain reason, or maybe they're in it for, you know, just because they're bored or they think it's the next uh, cool thing or whatever. Right. But then once the pandemic's over, then those people are gone or whatever the case is. So it is hard, harder to find, even though we have things like Instagram, I think it's just right. more genuine when you're able to connect with people in person. Exactly. That's, I think we need to get back to that. Unfortunately, those kind of gatherings, we have to create that on our own because there's no money. The sneaker cons work because somebody's making money one way or another, right? Just the social aspect of it, though, there's no money. So that's going to be on us as community members. If we want more of that stuff, we're just going to have to create it on our own. Yes, I agree. And and I think something that existed back in like, you know, Nike talk days or the early internet days where people would just organize, you know, local events and things like that. And that's when you kind of meet like-minded people that are, you know, really just passionate about sneakers and not in it to either sell you something or, to, you know, try to make money off or, or resell or whatever the case is. Right. So, or people that just want to learn, right. Like people that are new right. to the game, like there's not everyone is going to be like known about sneakers back since 79 or whatever, when we were born, but, <laughs> right. but there's going to be kids now that want to learn about sneakers. And, and, you know, I welcome that too. Right. But it's more of the local smaller social gatherings that you'll be able to, to find those people. But I mean, the last thing, though, like, uh, you know, with you three guys, um, again, Mr. Miller, Lace Differently, and yourself, Rick Dub, like, what can we expect to see from you guys from your show going forward? Like, is there anything that you guys have planned, you know, whatever you can share that we can look out for? You're going to get more of If the Shoe Fits. We're always looking for, like, different guests, looking for different perspective. That's going to continue. We're working on building out our Scuff Productions umbrella. Scuff stands for sneakers can unite friends and family so there's front page aaron he's very good with photography and kind of post-production flyers all that kind of stuff we have tyrannosaurus rex ronnie i don't know if you follow him or not but he is prolific when it comes to like his fits and his photographs and just his opinions we're going to branch out and do more with these guys i'm working on something with my friend Sutter kane that's the extended sizes. Extended sizes, again, I wear a 14. He actually wears a 13, so we're kind of Bigfoot guys. But we want to talk about more. But like We have other habits than just sneakers. We have more things that we like. We like craft beers. We like movies. We like music. So extended sizes is going to be an extension of the things that we like. That's what you can expect from us. And then, again, we have to do our collaborative show. We need a In Kicks We Trust if the shoe fits collab product. We got oh yes. 100%. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely have a, a, 
a panel episode. We'll get everybody on. I know, you know, it's tough because IG live, they limit you with the amount of people that you can have on it too. But yeah, definitely, you know, if we can do it on Zoom, then we could just get as many of you guys, like everybody, uh, depending on schedule, depending on everyone's schedule, then let's, yeah, let's get everybody on and just chat and get some opinions going on. Before I, uh, I almost forgot, Greg and the good homie Gabriel Fortson and their state-specific show. Mm-hmm. That's one yeah, of yeah. my favorite things that's under our umbrella because they go from city to city or state and take the temperature of whatever that particular location has going on i like that show a lot yeah i know i know greg mentioned that and and that's the other thing too like he highlights a lot of the sneaker shops that are in those uh in those cities and you know it gets away from those like foot lockers and jds and and whatever store like um foot actions or whatever and and highlights these local shops right that have those vibes and have those um you know owners and also employees that are like just super passionate about just being in the shop and just reaching out to the community as well yes love shows like that so that's kind of what we got going on. That's super dope, man. Well, excited to, oh. to to catch, you know, some of the newer episodes and hearing all this stuff come to play. But listen, Rick, man, it's been dope to have you on. Just getting now all three of you guys on and sharing your stories. It's been super dope, man. Thank you, man. Yes, I appreciate sir. you having me, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, we appreciate you jumping on, Rick. This is a lot of fun. Thank you. Do we have any shout outs for the week? I want to shout out the homie. I can't even say the homie because fuck, I don't even know him, but. Penny Hardaway, man. It's his birthday. I gotta put I got I gotta I gotta pull yeah, Memphis. There we go. I, I gotta post locked and ready. Locked and ready. Shout out to the homie uh DMX God. I seen yeah, I posted uh, I think it was a penny four. Um I don't even think it was an intentionally, but he he had posted that not realizing I think that it was Penny's birthday. But yeah, shout out to Penny Hardaway, man. Like I said, outside of Jordan, Penny Hardaway is my favorite player. So just want to show him some love on a B day. And shout out to the homie, the Missile Collector, where we know what's up. Shout out to him and Akon. They did a dope fucking kind of a homage to, to Penny Hardaway. They got some merch going, t-shirts, yeah. shorts, tapping, crazy, 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 crazy. So shout out to those guys and uh, shout out to Penny, man. Right. I got to post, I'm going to post a story, actually. I got a, I got a nice little shot of some of the pennies in the collection. So I'm going to put that out there, but definitely got to give him a shout out, man. And I got a shout out. Parlor 23 dropping the new shorts. Yeah, Parlor 23, the new summer drop. You know, I'm liking what I'm seeing. The puff print, the shorts. You know, I might have to go for one of those things. And uh, shout out after this, uh, Shireen. Happy birthday. Oh, yes. On the weekend. So, uh, yes, probably going to be a good time. And shout out for that. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, we're actually recording on Shireen's birthday, so yes, sir. Um, today's happy birthday, birthday, so Shireen. happy birthday, Shireen. Uh, and yeah, like Holly said, we'll be uh, we'll be celebrating with her on Saturday. So when this releases, will be already passed, but I'm expecting it to be a dope, dope time. Very nice. Yes, I will be. I'm disappointed. I'm going to be missing that, but yeah, happy birthday, Shreen. We uh, appreciate Kali all you will, do with us. Holly will pop some edibles for you. Rick, you got any? Yeah, uh, let's see. Shout out to, again, If the Shoe Fits, that's Mr. Miller, Greg Lace Differently, the rest of Scuff. There's uh, Front Page Aaron. There's Tyrannosaurus Rex. There's Gabriel Fortson. There's DGAT36. One of my favorite pages to follow, I do my photographs. I do all of my photos with my iPhone. I have not branched into any of the camera stuff. But Nate Frost, N8 Frost, he takes some of the best 
sneaker photos with his phone that I've ever come across. So I just wanted to shout him out because he inspires some of the photos that I do. So I want to make sure I shout him out. Oh, oh well, what am I doing? Shout out to my wife, Tiffany. And <laughs> <laughs> she, she allows me to laugh to, to do all of this sneaker stuff. Yeah. Shout her out. <laughs> Mrs. Dove. She's awesome. Mrs. Dove. That's right. <laughs> Look, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'll cap it off because I, I do always shout out our guests. Rick Dove, appreciate you. Thank you Thank once you. again. Like I said, I hit you up and it was, yo, I'm ready. Let's do it. So thank you for that. And this is great, man. This is great. Like I said, it was a, a great way to cap off the trilogy. So we'll, we'll definitely look at bringing you guys back and, you know, we, we got something fun in the near future. But Good. once again, thank you. thank you, man. This has been a blast. Appreciate and Like it. I said, for us, we're, we're always appreciative of the, the guests that are, you know, open to coming on and chopping up with us. The stories are great. This is the fuel for the fire. This is what keeps exactly. us going. It's always nice just to hear the stories, man. Uh, sneakers have tied us all together, and it's just beautiful to hear everybody's journey and kind of what started it all for them, man. So appreciate you. Again, thank you guys for allowing me to be in this space. I greatly appreciate it. I hope that we get to do it again. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, as we said, Rick, we appreciate you jumping on. This was a lot of fun, and we'll definitely we'll we'll hit you guys up and get the uh, the three of you back on to do a if the shoe fits live. Miller, <laughs> get a live episode going on a podcast soon. So uh, I like the idea of doing a this or that episode with you guys. I think that'd be fun. So we'll, <laughs> we'll be in touch about that soon. Absolutely. <laughs> Guys, as always, you can find us on Instagram at InKicksWeTrust. Make sure to use the hashtag InKicksWeTrust for a potential feature. And you can find me on Instagram at Trevsky63. Kev, where can they find you? You can also find me on Instagram, Kevin K. Man. Collie, where can they find you? You can find me on IG at the Collywood Live. Juan's not here, but I'll do his outro since everyone <laughs> seems to like that. You can find Juan at 321. Message him about traveling kicks, mainly Jordan 1s, but everything's fair game. There you go. Let's go. <laughs> Rich, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on IG, man. Grill status 13. And Rick, where can they find you? And uh, make sure to shout out the shows that you're on as well. You can find me on IG, Twitter, Reds, BR Kick, <laughs> <laughs> Rick Dub everywhere, R I C K B U B B, two B's for a double dose of that sneaker pimping. Always two B's. If the shoe fits every Wednesday evening. 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central with myself, Mr. Miller, Laced Differently. I'm also one half of a Fruit Brews 901. That's me and the homie Sutter King where we talk about craft brews and music. We have a live that is coming up on this coming Saturday where we're going to talk about Lady Killer and the songs that you would play to try to get a woman's attention. Like let's go. We do let's, let's go. like that. Like our last <laughs> show was is there a more ubiquitous song than this is how we do it yeah <laughs> i need to think yo, of taylor rick, swift is there yo, another yo, song that you could go and like you could play this song anywhere and everybody's like oh this yeah, is how knows. we do it. i like so that we, we do dives into into topics like that i like that, that. i like yo that. shoot yo rick shoot me a uh, a dm reminder because i would love to tap in with that especially yeah. in the, the the craft beers that's i'm i love beer i got you. Coming from the States, I know I'm going on a little bit of a tangent, but coming from the States, moved to Canada, it was a pleasant surprise that they have tons of beer. So yeah. I just like, I fucks with all of it. So in terms of craft, yo, holla at me. But yo, 
shoot me a DM for that because I would love to to tune in to to take gotcha. that in. Gotcha. Appreciate you. For sure. Awesome. Rick, as we said, we appreciate you jumping on. This was a lot of fun. Guys, everyone stay safe and be well. We will see you all next week. <laughs>